0: Pre-Order Power Hour is your source for new number ones, ongoing series, and plenty of comic book banter to keep you ahead of the curve.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Pre-Order Power Hour, the official podcast of the Comic Book Hideout. I'm your co-host and employee of the Comic Book Hideout, Ramon, and I'm here to introduce you guys to our new show. Uh, We're going to open up by sharing books that we're currently reading, then move on to what the show is really about, and that's letting you guys know what books are coming out soon. Not every book, but ones we're excited about then we're going to close out the show by letting you guys know what our favorite book from January was. Um, we're going to try to end every show like that, letting you guys know what our favorite book from the month prior was. Anyways, thanks again for tuning in, guys, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. It's good to have you guys here. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do not know us, yeah. I'm Ramon. I'm
2: Nate.
1: I'm Funky. This is Ten. And <laughs> welcome to the first episode, guys. It's good to yeah. have you. Um, we're going to start off. Just with some simple stuff, nothing crazy. Uh, we're going to go around and we're just going to talk about um, some stuff we've been reading recently. You know, this is a comic book podcast. Might as well
2: talk about some comics and manga and stuff like that we've been reading. Uh, Nate, do you want to? Yeah,
1: you can start. You oh, can start. Yeah, go right. for it, what have, we, what have you been reading? What's I, reading?
2: Currently, I have been reading uh, Head Lopper by Andrew McClain. Uh, fantastic series. I, uh, I had the pleasure of, of meeting him at uh, Los Angeles comic-con and uh just picked up all four volumes and uh man it has been just super kick-ass if you are a fan of of like fantasy stuff it's just so it's just so awesome uh i love his art uh it's it's i just finished the first volume recently and i'm on the second volume and uh yeah check it out if you haven't read it's it's a it's, it's a fun read uh, manga-wise, I've been keeping up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, I'm all caught up with that. I, I don't know if I should say any more because I'll probably spoil some stuff. But uh, the newest chapter has been pretty, pretty awesome. 10 can, ten can amount. Um, uh, yeah, mm, that's that's pretty much it. Nice.
1: Okay, for sure.
2: Uh, I'll go next.
1: Uh, I I think I, I've been reading a lot of just of single issues that have been coming out recently I actually haven't written down a little piece of paper here the ones I want to talk about um, I've been reading Brave and the Bold the new Batman book That's, it's just like a bunch of anthologies uh, really fun my favorite so far has been um, a wild well two is the, the Wildcat Story by Kyle Sparks or Starks I forget he did the Peacemaker book Peacemaker Tries Hard It was, was another book what? yeah what, what did I say, Wildcat? Yeah, you said Wildcat. You know what,
3: guys? Different species, yes.
1: Forget what I just said. Wild Dog. I like Wildcat, too. Maybe I was thinking about him a little bit. He hasn't been reading it. I would have. <laughs> i <pick> you <laughs> I'll do it. Um, okay, but yes, I'm in Brave and the Bold, I've been reading the Wild Dog story. I'm sorry. I if, if you're a really big fan of Wild Dog, I'm sorry. I apologize. I like Wild Dog. Like I said, I've just been getting more into him. This is the first story of his I've read. It's really fun. It's very silly. He's just a, a fucking loser. And it's it's great. And he thinks he's so cool. And I love it. It's very similar to Peacemaker.
0: Yeah, we love yeah. our loser superheroes. We need more of them.
1: I mean, how can you not love a loser superhero? Yeah. Um, that one's been fun. And the villain in it is... um, What's his name? The short guy from Teen Titans. Gizmo. Oh, yeah, Gizmo. I yeah, yeah, I love him. It, it, yeah. yeah. Raven the Bold. The other story I've been liking in it is the winning card. The Tom King story that's like... A telling of like the first time Joker and Batman met, that shit is tight. It's really scary. Like it's genuinely like probably the scariest like Batman book ever. Like I Like reading it, like I kinda of feel anxious at times. It's it's
2: cool. It's really cool. I mean, Joker is terrifying. Even scarier than the Magnola book, because Mignola's pretty scary, man. Magnola is scary for other reasons. Oh uh, speaking of, speaking of Mignola, I f I I didn't include this in my description, Pad but if you like uh Mignola and Adventure Time, it's a very it's a very good uh, combination of those two, uh, style-wise. I would agree. I think I'm the one who said that, so I think he stole that from me. Well, I'll, I'll, like, I'll give you—I was okay. going to give you credit. Yeah, you're stealing Ramon your said, life. Ramon said record, that. It's on the record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ramon said that. I'm not—I'm not smart enough to come up with descriptions like that.
1: I think you're plenty smart. I think you're very smart.
2: Give yourself more credit. I just like to say things are cool and awesome. Things
1: are cool and awesome. Yeah, yeah. things are very cool, very awesome. Yeah.
0: You, more people need to think that.
2: <laughs> you know what's also
1: cool and awesome?
2: Transformers by Daniel Warren. Jones. Oh my so God. I'm like, hey man.
1: I'm, okay, well I'm also reading that right now too, so I'll just jump into that. Segue. in. You know that. what I mean? Trans- yeah. Well first, before we talk about Transformers, I brought up Batman and Robin, that series, the Joshua Williams book, Williamson really book. Great. Really fun. The art is great. But, Transformers. Daniel Warren. That is, I've been reading that. I think Nate's been reading that. Ten's been reading that. Mm-hmm. Funky has read some of it.
3: I, I read the first one. I have the rest of them in my pool I gotta get to. I've been doing other artsy stuff. I
1: understand. Well, he's a busy man. He's a curator. You know, he yeah. does his stuff. Honestly, he needs to catch up. Like Because it's dope! It's so good! <laughs> it's so good! It has been one of the best books like for the last ever since it started. Like, I don't... It's definitely been my favorite book ongoing since, what, like, November? Yeah, like, I mean, it feels like it's
0: been longer, mostly because it's just, like, that anticipation for, like, the next issue. I'm so jealous of
1: people who have picked it up and, like, haven't been reading it and have been holding on to them. Because if I could just... I hate waiting monthly for it. Because every issue ends, and I'm like, what? 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 What?" And I want more, but I can't. Because I gotta fucking wait a month. Because... The world hates me, and every and every part of me.
3: <laughs> yeah, we just they just keep flying off the shelves, you know. Unless you're ordering them, <laughs> they're not safe because in the wild they're gone. Yeah, like, I mean, look- yeah, we even have like non-comic readers just coming
0: in. I'm like, hey, you're a new face. Why are you here? We want Transformers. Where's the Transformers? Give us the Transformers. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I'm honestly amazed, like how many people are coming out of the woodworks just looking for this. I mean. Dana Warren's killing it like massive massive Transformers fan like you should see his Optimus Prime shrine like the the man it rhymes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the man just seems to like eat breathe and sleep Transformers like it's just a good blend of G1 the uh, Unicron trilogy the movies just everything Transformers
1: I've I never thought I would like I think I've cried reading it so far I never thought I would cry reading Transformers comic. I'm pretty sure I have if not I've gotten damn near close crying anything he writes I, I, I usually cry
3: reading no, He's just damn you <laughs> Daniel
0: Warren Johnson no like absolutely literally I mean if anybody's walked into the store when I'm like flipping through like the Transformers book they're just gonna see me like crying because <laughs> it's yeah. like like each there's always like a gut punch moment with each issue like,
1: and then also segueing a little bit if you're a Daniel Warren Johnson fan um, next month Uh, on Kickstarter March 17th March 17th they're doing a a reprint of Extremity his first like big image published book and it's all it's a whole book all it's actually it's
3: it's, it's part of image it's part part of image i want to be that guy I won't be that guy it's the same it's the
2: same it's
1: the same you're right but but um it's all black and white. It's all just raw art. It the cover like the they like
2: they show the a whole interior is t- black and white. Yeah. Oh it's, shit. Yeah.
1: Eleven
2: by seventeen. That's a whole picture frame. Yeah. Size. It's, it's gonna be crazy. It's I, not even. It's not even gonna fit on my shelf, man. But I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it too. I love Daniel R Johnson, and I I will support this man with, uh, all of the. Love and money that is available to me in my checking account which is not that much but uh, by God I will try my best
1: I'll go quick and say the rest of the books that I've been reading um, Action Comics I just jumped on that uh, I read the first issue it's the Joshua Williams uh, run that he's doing uh, not Joshua Williams I'm so sorry Jason Aaron Jason Aaron uh, his first issue it's a bizarre run really fun bizarre bizarro it's a bizarro it's really fun the art is great um, the way he writes bizarro is really cool and silly and sad um which is everything I think you need for a good bizarro thing um so I've I, I been liking that um Sandman the Wesley Dodds Sandman run has been great I love noir stuff which we'll probably get on to a little later as well but um Sandman the shit I had never really read much of Wesley Dodds stuff um but I always wanted to because his design is just so cool it's the mask yeah and um when the book was coming out, I got super excited, and every issue has been great. The art is really, really nice. I think the person who's on it did um, a Harley Quinn run. Uh, Rosmo, um, yeah. Yes. yeah, no, yeah. like that.
2: Harley I love Rosmo stuff. Yeah, yeah we put him on the right title, and uh, it's
3: just it's just electric. Yeah. yeah, like he has great panel layouts. And I love how kind of like squishy his artwork mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the best way to describe it. He's got like squishy artwork. So Sometimes fine. it works really well. Sometimes it's like. <laughs> But like his paneling—that's is That's amazing. what I said. Like put him on the right title.
2: Like there's definitely titles that he, his style complements more than others. Yeah, no, like that.
0: First arc in the Harley Quinn, like yes. that latest run, that was, oh, that, was that was phenomenal. Great idea. Yeah. It, the art fits so well.
1: Definitely. The stuff he does with the paneling, because a lot of Sandman that book, obviously he you read his stuff, a lot of smoke and a lot of like gas is used. That's so like his thing. It's like his gas gun. So like, there's a lot of cool like transitions between panels, where it's like you're literally following the smoke and the smoke trail. Becomes kind of the panels at times, and it's like you're following that, and, and it's, it's kind of moving rate. around the page, and it almost gets like psychedelic at times. And especially since, like, he'll have like flashbacks, so, um, or like flashes to like war scenarios, and he pictures like what, um, because basically, what happens in the book is that certain, um, like recipes or like concoctions he made while he was trying to make his sleep gas that were actually lethal, like, are leaked, and somebody steals them and is trying to use them to make like a big ass weapon to like for mass destruction and war. So he gets flashes to, like, what that would actually happen. So it's, like, you see people in the trenches. Their skin is, like, melting off and stuff. They're all bleeding. They're bubbling. It's gruesome and rad. And it just works really well. And then the last book, speaking of gruesome, the, Devi- the Deviant, which is a Newtonian like, Christmas book about this killer dressed up as, like, Santa Claus and um search murdering a bunch of people. It's really fun. And it's about, like, this writer who's interviewing... The suspect of the killings and trying to write a comic book about it and but as he's doing this um the killer starts to reemerge leading people to believe that the person in jail accused of the crimes isn't actually the
2: killer uh really fun stuff yeah. I love not know that was uh that was a plot
1: yeah it's tight as fuck. yeah
2: that's really that was good
1: but next uh we will move on to the beaten bones wow Tens, Tens, ignoring me t- t- stuff
0: what oh uh! Yeah. It's okay. like I'm not here. Ted, oh, what are, Ted, what are you reading? You can uh, read. <laughs> yeah. Can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, no. So honestly, I'm kind of doing catch up with older stuff. Um, I'm reading Alan Moore's uh, Tom Strong. Tom oh, Strong, dude, it's it's so good. Like it, if you read it, it's like this doesn't feel like Moore because it's a bit upbeat and happy. And it's like the whole thing is a uh, homage to like the super scientist kind of heroes, so. In that case, you need to pick up the Tom Stromnibus that I think we still have. Yeah, we actually do have one. Like it is, I believe, 36 issues. Like it is, it's it's intense, man. Yeah, it is very, it's a fun read. There's little stuff like Tom's like, you know, word bubbles and like his uh, lettering is like half a point like larger than everybody else's to kind of, like, emulate that he has a booming voice. It's weird little stuff, some psychedelic, but a lot of science and a lot of, like, mystery. Um, Let's see here. In terms of manga, I'm catching... Or, wait, no, yeah, I actually finished up uh, the latest chapter of Chojin X. Um, In my opinion, it might be getting animated soon. Uh, Same guy who did Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, If you're a fan of the X-Men, it has an X-Men vibe, but it's just bizarre... And weird, and it has a sense of like humor to oh, it. Oh, as as Funky's uh, dancing and he stuff. He loves the X Men. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really cool. So um, it's like Paul's a high schooler and his best friend. Uh, they get wrapped up in this almost kind of like a drug exchange, and they find like these syringes that basically give them uh, uh, superpowers. Uh, like, you know, they're genetic, but this concoction is able to, like, you know, kind of artificially give it to them. And they end up in this crazy kind of underground, like, world with just bizarre powers, odd characters, and also a institute for gifted
2: youngsters. <laughs> like, it's it's very X-Men. So what you're saying, Ten, is that uh, if you're a fan of Chojin <laughs> X, you should pick up mysterious needles on the street <laughs> and- <laughs> Inject yourself with it. No, no, absolutely do not do that. Do not um, do that. Like especially um, in California. LA or California, do not do that. <laughs> I want to. I want
0: to be an expert. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, I am on my Stan Sakai binge. I mean, Stan Sakai is the man, my dude. Stan's on a Stan Sakai binge. I, I, I know it's 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 wild. It's crazy. I mean, Holy like moly. the the DLC for that new like Team N T like beat 'em up game had Usagi in it. And I'm like, yeah. I, I honestly should like you know catch up with Stan's stuff like amazing person, like, absolutely the nicest person ever in, like, the comic, like, book community. Like, it's intimidatingly, like, like, he's intimidatingly nice. (laughs) But, yeah, so, um, I'm reading The Lace Space Usagi. It's Mm -hmm. very fun, like, you know, going back to that world. It originally was just, like, a short run. And then when the Usagi animated series came out, Stan was wanting to, like, you know, go back to it. Um, recently he hopped off of IDW and is back to Dark Horse and has his own little publishing section, uh, Dogu Publishing so I'm honestly excited to see what else comes from it, like Usagi's still good um, they've done some amazing tie-ins like the uh, latest like Usagi Turtle run, that was oh,
3: so good, so good Fucky, are you reading anything? currently not <laughs> skip me He works at a college. Next month. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I read all the synopsis. Everything coming out months ahead. There you go. So I know what's coming up in like three months. Like Fortune Teller. There is something that you are a fan of. I am a fan of
2: Spawn. Yeah, I'm a
3: huge fan of Spawn.
2: And speaking of Spawn...
1: I mean, we'll yeah, we get be, to that now.
2: Or just done I mean, to- hey,
1: well, that could lead us directly into our next segment. So, one of the the big, like, meat and potatoes, I guess you could say, of this podcast, oh, you're making me hungry. Is gonna, <laughs> hey man, I am too. Are gonna be uh, focusing on talking about books that are going to be coming out in the next few months. Um, and to start with that, that was a great segue. We can start Thank talking you. about Rat City, which is going to be releasing on April 10th. Which, Funky, would you like to kind of tell us about that book?
3: Yeah, yeah. So a long time ago, Spawn had some uh, some like tech that was part of his suit, right? It was just it was the '90s. It happens. Uh, so this new story coming out, Rad City, is going to be following a new character who he's a he's an amputee and he uses that same tech that Spawn had, but there's some of the Spawn symbiote still attached to it. So it's almost like a mixture of like Miguel O'Hara. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, kind of mixed with like Agent Venom, if you will. So it's Future Spawn, Love you, and I'm, and I'm pretty stoked for that. Rat, Rat City, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, when we were going through like the origins and everything, and I, I just saw Rat City, I'm like, what is this? Like, what, why is it I, called Rat City? Like, I, you had to
2: describe it to me. I haven't, I'm not very knowledgeable in my Spawn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, even though I was born like you know month and year, Spawn One came out like literally like you know that was like my COVID like activity.
3: He never lets you forget that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I will never let you
0: forget that. I will never let you forget that. But yeah, no, I was I was kind of like surprised when I heard. Oh yeah,
1: Rat Cities, a Spawn book. Okay, well and then that could lead us into our some next the next stuff we're gonna be talking about. Some more books we're gonna be talking about.
2: Um, we're gonna some some ne- ne- next next. Uh, X, X-, X- X-O
1: Men. So, releasing March sixth, the next uh, installment in the Ultimate Universe is going to be <laughs> Ultimate X Men, written and illustrated by Peach Momoko Yeah, I love her. We love you, Peach. Love you, Peach. She's the. Um. So that's coming out. Like I said, March sixth. We're all. I think everybody here is pretty excited about that. Various. We're all pretty big Peach Momoko fans. I've, uh, it, I have a, a problem, for Peach Momoko variant covers. Sometimes when uh, a new one comes out, even if it's a book, I'm not reading at all. I, uh, I can't,
2: I can't help myself. I, I think that's uh, chronic Peach syndrome <coughs> yeah. for comic collectors. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. It, I've, I've got yeah. it bad. But uh, yeah, so from what we know about the book, it sounds
1: rad as hell. It's gonna take place in Japan mainly, which is cool because. So far, all of, like, the different Ultimate books, this Ultimate Black Panther and Ultimate Spider-Man have taken place in different sections of the world, which is going to be cool to flesh out more of the Ultimate Universe, including the stuff that we know, Ultimate Invasion, Ultimate Universe, with how, like, there's different factions that kind of control the different areas. Um, so I assume to read Ultimate Black Panther, but I'm assuming in that we learn a little more about, like, what's going on in Africa with Moon Knight, like, Contra and Ra kind of taking over stuff. And then I think, from what I remember, I think, like, Sunspot or somebody, fr- one of the other X-Men related characters um, from Japan is like one of the people who rule over Japan. So I'm excited to see we Sun- Really, Sunspot? I think, I don't yeah. know if it's Sunspot.
2: Put some respect on his name. I it's- love, I, I love Sunspot. I think he's a great character uh, and- card in Marvel Snap. Uh, <laughs> same with armor. Uh like they're both great cards.
1: It might not be Sunspot, which is the guy who has the red mask that
2: like kind of- Oh! Sun, Sun, Sunfire? I think, yeah, I think it's Sunfire. Yeah, it not is sunfire.
1: Sunspot. Cause Sunspot looks cooler. I will say I it's, like yeah. Sunspot
3: design better. Yeah. But sun, yeah, Sunfire. I was gonna say Sunspot would have been a weird one too. Yeah, like, he's he's Latin. Yeah, you know, I was gonna right. say yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah. It was Sunfire. I apologize. Yeah.
3: But um, there's too many sons in like yeah.
0: the X Men.
2: <laughs> Damn <laughs> Sun, so, like, get some daughters up in there. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh,
1: so that's gonna be cool. Especially, I really want to learn more about armor since she's new, to, like the main character. I don't know fucking shit about armor. I don't know anything about her. Uh, Other than they took her abilities uh, and gave them to Ms. Marvel in the MCU, that's kind of my understanding. Uh, It's like not exactly the same, but like pretty similar. Um, And I'm excited. And from like the preview, I think they had a preview in the back of one of, I think it was Ultimate Universe or something like that. It was
0: actually multiple series. Like they were putting, like they were putting a lot of X Men, like like kind of expectations on Ultimate X Men. Like it was even in, I think. God, I'm trying to remember, but yeah, no, it was like regular X-Men books, uh, the Ultimate like universe. There was, I think, even previews in like the uh, Marvel previews and stuff. Like it was,
1: you're right. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was like they
0: were like really, really hyping this up, and just flipping through it, it just sounds like more of a crazy suspense series, like coming of age story, and I'm all for that. It's, it looks ridiculous, like and Peach is really good with almost like the horror aspect with certain stuff. Like, yeah, Demon Days, like, that was, oh my god, yeah. yeah.
1: There's some crazy stuff in Demon Days, and then even in the preview for, Ulti- for Ultimate X-Men, there was, like, a dream she was having where it looked like she was pulling, like, something out of her, like, forehead, and yeah. it was all, like,
3: gooey and, oh. like, stuff. Yeah, it really gave me Fully Cooley vibes. Yeah. yeah, oh my god, yeah. That's yes. Like, no,
0: absolutely, it is almost like a Fully Cooly kind of vibe, like, yeah. story. Like, it, coming of age, stuff coming out of the forehead. And a weird armor slash mech, <laughs> like
3: yeah. I wonder if they're gonna like if you know how they're doing different regions. Mm. I wonder, like future X Men films, if they're gonna like just kind of ha- take X Men out of America for a second. That'd you be know? Nice,
2: because it you know the mutant globe. gene
3: thing is a little more of a global thing. Mm-hmm. If, you know, try to explain like why they haven't been around. Mm-hmm. You know, may- maybe I don't know.
1: I think that I think that we, we covered a good amount about Ultimate yeah, X-Men, right? You know, like X-Men good. And then so next, releasing on the same day, actually also March March sixth, the book me and young Nate are very, very excited about <laughs> is <laughs> The Spectacular Spider-Man by Greg Wiseman and uh Ramos. The goat. The Unworked fucking goat. I'm we I'm a very big and so is Young Nate Spectacular Spider-Man fan, the show. Absolutely. Which was created, show ran, and most a good amount of the episodes were written by Greg Wiseman. So having him on a Spider-Man book and the fact that it's gonna be the first ongoing Spider-Man book that will be about both Miles and
2: Peter is so just It's gonna be big, guys. And yeah. I, I don't wanna I don't wanna overstate this, but like I I was already sold what it was Ramos back on an ongoing Spider-Man title that alone should sell it for you but Wiseman on this too like Young Justice spectacular Spider-Man gargoyles like he's he's got he's got the uh, the resume yeah no it's like big like i mean it's going to be uh, big like guys. it's you can't like
0: undersell just how big the original like animated spectacular Spider-Man was like it Was a definitive, I would say, Spider-Man show. Uh, Really sad that it got canceled because of reasons. (laughs) But yeah, um, but yeah, no, this is gonna be huge. Monkey, you got anything to say about the good old
3: Spider-Boys? No, next book. What's the next? (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Next, also releasing March sixth, we have the sequel to Last Ronin,
3: Re-Evolution. Oh yeah, that. uh, I'm I'm curious about that. Just because, like, Big Ups to Last Ronin, they kind of been the big book the last few years. Yeah, you
2: know? well, I think I think it was the, the biggest selling graphic
3: novel of uh, of the past year. I think. Yeah. Quite possibly. I mean, it, and it's brought a lot of people out of the woodworks to come and check out the book. Yeah. Maybe weren't big uh, Turtles fans, or you know, had stepped away for a long time, and this was kind of revitalizing stuff. You know, and I don't think we have one single copy
0: anymore. We ordered a uh,
3: ton. I uh, yeah, I just ordered some more. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was
0: gonna go say like we've done several reorders on Last Ronin, and honestly, I think Turtle like turtle like Mania isn't going to stop. There's just been like the new animated movie, like
1: so good. Rise of
0: the TMNT movie, like wrapped up. Yeah. Um, got like as I mentioned before the uh, like video game. I think there's like. Even more projects on the way. Like, oh, yeah, there's that Nickelodeon show that's coming out. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's, it's tied it's,
3: to the movie. It's mm-hmm. tied to the movie. It's like a filler. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, about
1: that. I think it's called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I think that, like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Something simple, something sweet. Have <laughs> they got tails also, man. They're a little stubby.
3: Yeah, back in the day, they looked like turtle dicks. <laughs> yeah, in the nineties, like uh, when they were first coming out, everybody's we like, oh, "Old school, old school Ninja Turtles." <laughs> it was always like kind of showing behind them. All right, okay, next <laughs> one. Enough about Uh,
1: we got Jango Fett. A Jango Fett Star Wars. Oh yeah, let's go. What more needs to be said? Mm-hmm. Jango, come on now. Yeah. Like, you buy it just because it's Jango Fett? Just buy it. Who's Jango
2: Fett? I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm, I'm <laughs> so. For people who so, don't know. So, Imagine, imagine Boba Fett, if you will, star of uh, *Empire Strikes Back*.
1: What do you mean? I thought he was the star of *Book of Boba Fett*.
2: We don't talk yeah, about that. We don't. Star of, of yeah. that one show. Yeah. Uh, but primarily, it, he is the father of Boba Fett, and uh, I mean, he's the father of many. Um, father of many. He is uh, a
1: clone of <laughs> Jango Fett, not right. his father. That's what... Raised as his son.
2: that's my bad that's my bad I I apologize Star Wars fans Uh, but yeah Jango Fett is a badass Uh, dual wield pistols like Captain Rex Uh, another one of my Star Wars Mm -hmm. GOATs um but yeah I mean it's Jango Fett what more needs to be said absolute brutality from like him I
0: mean hopefully we're gonna see some kickass stuff like he did in the uh, Bounty Hunter video game like, also, oh yeah
2: God. also his armor's sick as hell so it's so it for cruel. that it's sexy so. oh, it's, se- it's sexy yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. it's sexy right.
1: next we got uh a facsimile of Sandman
2: number 19 which is uh Christopher's Night Dreams I mean that's pretty cool I it's- mean it it is like one of the uh Premier
3: comic, comic storytelling funky fact it's actually the only comic to ever get a Pulitzer yes I think it was Pulitzer I, yeah, I, I yeah. believe so and then yeah. they banned uh, comics from being qualified for it like it's only literature and stuff like that Neil so, Gaiman was just in and out man
0: yeah honestly just imagine making a comic so good they had to ban comics <laughs> like that is pretty much almost like you know the novelist just sweating their like brow and like Yo,
2: we we need to like bar these guys. Like
0: we, we can't compete. We we can't. I mean, like, that
2: just says a lot about the Sandman series as a whole. <laughs> I mean, if if you are looking for a gargantuanly vast and uh just dense series <laughs> filled with pretty much everything you could ask for in a story, uh it's Sandman. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's got everything. Um and this issue is like one of the best. in the Like, series. yeah, literally. I mean, after reading an
0: issue, like, I I had to like sit down, like you know, the Omni's and stuff, and be like, I, I need to think about life and <laughs> just <laughs> stuff <laughs> and what's Got going to on. get out of it. Yeah, so it's they're enough. dense reads. Like, there's a lot to chew on.
3: It is one of those you absolutely have to read at yes. one point in your life. It's absolutely. like a milestone as a comic book enthusiast. One hundred percent. Mm-hmm. onto the next oh, yeah. yeah
1: also really quick I just remembered I did not say the release date for Django Fett that is coming on March 20th thank um, you
3: Um me.
1: yes but next after that we have another Star Wars book uh, Darth Maul Black, White, and Red Woo! this one it comes out April 24th and I'm very excited so it seems like uh, it's going to be at least the first issue is going to be one whole story like mm-hmm. an on its own like it's not going to be multiple different ones in the first issue and from what it sounds like it sounds like Alien. It sounds like from. It's like there's a spaceship and something bad happens on it, and like a bunch of crew dies. And Palpatine has something that he needs on the ship, and he's like, "Yo, Maul, go check this out for me." And he's call call go here. call it my boy. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, and it basically turns into like a horror story. And it's like something is on the ship and has killed people, and Darth Maul has to go against it. And that's when they described it. Like they said, it's going to be like a horror story, but. A horror blockbuster, is what they said, but starring Darth Maul. So my assumption is that it's basically going to be like Alien.
3: That sounds so rad. But funny. I didn't even know that was what it was going to be about. Yeah, at least that's that the first so, issue. That sounds so silly. Yo, Marvel, can I pitch a story, short story real quick? What about like one of those issues, it's just from Maul's perspective, the second he got sliced in half, falling down that tube, thinking about life. That'd be kind of hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's just like, each, each page is one panel, and it's just him falling, and it's just him like thinking about shit, just like, damn, what the fuck?
0: Oh, you you what know, am I going to get here? Literally, it's like, you know, one half is going to be on one page, the other half's on the other one, and in between is like the <laughs> panels. <so. laughs>
3: I wonder how long that's, how he was falling down that shaft. Yeah, oh, Way too long, probably. Yep. Um, I got hungry. It's just like, uh, oh no! Yeah. He
0: what did he
1: get? out No, he yeah. still it
0: Yeah, he he did. It was like literally. Yeah, it was right there. I mean, All he survived ways. either yeah. way. So out of like... pure spite and like <laughs> him thinking, "Fuck you, Kenobi! I'm gonna crawl out of this hole and kill you." And then he just went cr-
1: <laughs> he got
2: so mad, he went fucking crazy. About <laughs> like, oh to yeah. I had one with the force. Oh I mean, but then he got cool ass spider legs, so that was tight. Oh, uh, yeah. dude
0: the lightsaber
3: cane, man. And he was oh, just like, die. I mean, you gotta compensate when you don't got, no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You hey, man. Man. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? let me get spider legs. I'll have six I, I deserve pieces. this. Yeah, he's not okay. getting no more sexy cis ladies. <laughs> it was like the one high point compared <laughs> to Jedi's. That's
1: true. Yeah. Okay. Next book, moving on from Darth Maul's sex life. <laughs> <laughs> We have something I'm kind of excited about because this is a character I've always wanted to get into, but I felt intimidated because of how much there was of him, is Dick Tracy. They're doing a Dick Tracy new number hey, one. Uh, I, love, I love noir, and it seems like this is going to be a more like grounded and like realistic take where it's going to be like, right after World War II, he gets wrapped into like this murder investigation and it leads to some crazy, creepy stuff. And it's going to have like a lot of the classic characters and stuff that they had in the original shows and like the villains and the side characters and all that stuff but like placing it in a more gritty and like realistic
3: 1950s. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about that too. I feel like it's gonna have like a Sin City kind of vibe to it mm. as far as the grittiness but probably you know, I'll tone down just a little bit because it's not Frank Miller. Um You know, and I, I was a huge fan of the Dick Tracy movie when it came out. That was like right in my demographic so I'm kind of curious what they're gonna do with this. That
0: was cool. Yeah, and honestly, same. I mean, same as Ramon. Literally, Dick Tracy is that's one of those characters where I want to learn more about him. I mean, when I was taking classes at the community college, there was a comic book class, and our professor was just like, read Dick Tracy. Like, literally read Dick Tracy. But the problem was, it's hard to find like old Dick Tracy like books. So it's going to be interesting. But guess what?
2: Yep. We have some in our store. We absolutely do. In our license section, yeah. We have a whole bunch. So mm-hmm. if you're interested in getting into Dick Tracy, you yeah. have the means. So yeah, honestly, very
0: exciting. Uh, I mean come if you don't know by. Dick Tracy, it's almost like a mixture of Noir and
1: a Spy Flick. He does have gadgets in it. And if you can't come into the store to check them out, we also have a hip comic store where we're selling a lot of we're pretty mm-hmm. much right now uploading our entire inventory. Um and we have our Dick Tracy stuff up on there. So if you're interested be shameless sure to... plug, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, and then I think uh, we'll move on to our next book. I think that's a uh, no, that's a good dick, good amount of dick. <laughs> 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 um, next, we're moving on. Something I'm excited about, and I'm happy they're continuing, are is the Universal Monster series. They're doing a creature from the Black Lagoon book, but it's okay. going to. It's not not like the Dracula. The Dracula book was an adaptation of the original Universal movie. This is a sequel to the original. Universal movie. It's called Creature from the Black yeah, yeah. Lagoon Lives, and it's about a reporter who, or a journalist who's following a serial killer to the Amazon because he's like fleeing. And while she's in the Amazon searching for him, she comes across the creature from the Black Lagoon. And it's written by Rom V and uh, uh, Dan I Waters. Waters. I haven't, I don't know much about uh, Dan I Waters. Oh, I know
3: Dan Waters. Yeah, they're both yeah. doing it together. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, didn't Dan Waters. Dude, no, I know I I forget who the artist, but I know the artist did um manifest destiny.
0: I, I mean know. Oh, it is destiny that a man Lennon who has the last name Waters is doing a creature from the Black Lagoon book. <laughs> that's, hey! that's, that's really true. There you go. But
1: um I'm really d i am really I actually I think I've maybe seen Creature from the Black Lagoon when I was a little kid. And I've been but I've been meaning to rewatch it for a long time and this is the perfect excuse. And if that's a movie you've been meaning to watch for a while, um be sure to do it because you can have a whole sequel to it coming out soon. That I you love it. I, I mean, watch. yeah, as a film buff, you
0: should watch it. I, I mean, I think this was like the first film that did underwater footage or something like that. I think it's, it was also
1: the first three D movie. Yeah, no, like
0: it was like a milestone for a lot of stuff. Like it, I mean, even rewatching it, it's impressive. Like even now, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it's rad.
0: Like yeah, the, the footage for the underwater shots ridiculously crisp. Like.
1: I don't even know how they did. it. Like it's it's insane. I'm excited to definitely check it out, and I mean, just the cover for um, issue one looks really cool. I'm really really excited to check it out. And then we're moving on. We're getting to the end of our list here. We got two more books to talk about. Um, next book coming out uh, actually. Ah, I'm so sorry, guys. I have not been saying the dates for the books that are coming. Out. I'm gonna go back really quick. So Darth Maul is coming out April 24th. Dick Tracy releases April 24th as well. And then um, Creature from Black Doom also releases. April after that, on May 1st, we have Blood Hunt coming out, which is going to be the next big Marvel crossover.
3: And more Blade?
0: More I was Blade!
1: Funky. Was yeah, do you want to do the Blade
0: rant on how many legacy issues Blade has compared to everybody else? Despite him being, like, the start of considering the Marvel movie madness?
3: Yes. I mean, like <laughs> Jesus, Marvel. Ugh. Yeah, like, Blade's been around so long. He's been around 50 years. He hasn't even touched 50 issues as a legacy number. What, they're, like, Which 34? is ridiculous. I think, I think 30, 35 is perhaps. coming up. So like it's pretty is mid how they're cheating Blade. Hey. <laughs> That's what the kids say nowadays.
1: Even in the description of this book, like, it's a vampire book, and it says, this book includes the Avengers, and then Blade. Like, it says Blade after it says the Avengers, and it's a vampire book. Like, come
3: on. I it's think not, they're trying to juggle like Blade film on the horizon or show or whatever and, it comes out. and then yeah if it ever comes out you know hopefully I mean Blade Blade deserves it uh, but he definitely deserves more comics I mean you you, you introduced his daughter she'll already be the event. to she'll be in the mm-hmm. event you know obviously they, they gotta have all of them um, but you know hopefully more Blade I think they're just kind of scared of horror well at least initially but mm-hmm. like you know werewolf by night was actually a great example of that so i can't wait to see what they do with blade eventually werewolf by night was one of my favorite like
1: i think up it's like it's probably my top five marvel projects that's come out it's right it's made that was made for me that was was made specifically for me yeah it was edgy as fuck it was uh, literally an homage to classic universal horror it was shot in black and white it it was directed by michael giacchino who's one of my favorite composers it was, the ending had a fucking Wizard of Oz reference Or a Wizard of Oz song Like, it was me That was made for me Michael Giacchino snuck into my room Read my bi- my Bible Read my He <laughs> <laughs> read the remote Bible He read everything that is that about me And he made World of My Night
3: This kid knows his stuff I was gonna say when
0: I heard read my Bible, I'm like, so are you telling me if you open up the Psalms, you just in <laughs> Crayons in giant big old Crayola scrawl, it's like werewolf by night movie. I want this. <laughs> but yeah, no, honestly, I think that's Marvel my, my watch list. just tell me to see it. Yeah, honestly, it's a phenomenal movie. Like the only criticisms I have, it's like a nitpick, but they should have shot it in film. Like it's it's such a good film. But yeah, at the same time, I think Marvel comics wise it is kind of like being a little bit less shy with horror. I mean, the Nuke Hulk series—that's kind of I was gonna, horror, I was play. Mm-hmm. Um, the body horror in that. Is yeah, awesome. Yeah, no, like the last new Moon Knight run had a splash of horror, and like I Blade think it's all been horror. Yeah,
3: yeah, Blade's all been horror. So yeah, and it, like
0: they're, they're easing up a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, also, I think the Ghost Rider, like, your run that's wrapping up, that was, like, pure horror as well, with, like, action spliced into it. Like, they are testing waters, seeing, like, what's good, and I think, yeah, horror is making a comeback in the comic universe.
1: And the, like, the the event itself just sounds cool, so it's pretty much, like, first issue, I don't know if it happened before or in the first issue, but the sun is blocked out by something, and it basically leaves, like, time for every vampire on Earth to come out of hiding, and just start fucking shit up. And, like, the Avengers, Blade. It's like the, the main characters that I think are featured in it are the Avengers, Blade, Spider-Man, Bloodline, which is Blade's daughter, and, like, one more character who I'm forgetting that it, I think it was, like, maybe, like, the final I don't know. It was somebody. Somebody's going to be. Else, it's going to have some cool people in it. Uh, anybody else want to mention anything? Blade? Okay, next book. <laughs> next and last book in this segment, which is actually going to be a, a, a trade reprint. That they're doing is uh something that i definitely think nate is going to want to talk about which and is and funky is going to be um what is it it's going to be uh spider-man
3: rain the new printing of Spider-Man i love rain. Spider- rain. Mm-hmm. That, that was like <laughs> awesome a, that was a that was like an early book i read when like i was officially getting into comics you know as a kid i was i love comics but you know then you stop because yeah. no monies and stuff and that and then eventually you start hunting down your own books. That was one of those books that I was like, "This cover looks rad." It's so good, yeah. and I picked it up back issues because I was just like, "There's four of them, or no, it's five of them." I so, by, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's five a, issue, it's a, it's a issue limited. It's a short run, you know. And I remember, like, you know, my uh, my Stan Lee at this local comic store that I went to. This just an old white white dude, um, you yeah, uh, He 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 pitched it to me as like Spider Man. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, just read Dark Knight Returns. That's exactly what it is. I mean, it's 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 just
2: like that, like mood that Dark Knight Returns captured with just like old grizzled superhero in a in a like aging society, crumbling society, and uh, I mean,
3: Andrews is just a beast on that title. I mean, the the art is so. And I'm a child of the 90s, so it was, like, centered around Venom. I was sold. Oh, yeah. you saying it's, like, my favorite genre of sad old men?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. I love sad old men, yeah. the genre. Like Avengers Twilight is doing that, Sad scene? old
1: men, bro. Yeah.
0: Like You can't go wrong with sad old man superheroes. I mean, it sounds depressing, but, like, some of the best stories are, like, yeah, so just... Old man Logan, dude. Yeah. Old man Logan. Old man Logan. Logan. God, I mean, the Logan film, that. I mean, Avengers Twilight's been, like fun read. Like yeah. it's I good. to read issue, too. I, I, I read the first
1: issue. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't read issue, two. I, I like the first issue. I get what you were saying about yeah. it. Uh, Like, I feel like I do agree, like, that I feel like there should be more agency for like, him becoming Captain America again, right. when it kind of just feels like things I are, like, fine, but I don't like it, so I'm gonna be Captain America. Look,
2: I, I don't want to compare it to Dark Knight Returns, but if The title that you're kind of deliberately referencing in terms of mood and style is Dark Knight Returns. You gotta, you gotta take some things from it, and I I feel like with, I really like the setup and the premise for Twilight. I I think Zdarsky does a good job in like creating his own separate world with the Avengers. Um, I just like you said I, I i think agency is a, is a good word of, of just like in dark knight returns there's a reason why bruce needs to become batman again like gotham is a shithole; it's filled with those mutant guys and like there is a reason I, I i there are elements of the society that are like not great you know there there's there's hints at the like police state that uh tony stark's son is is running uh but it's it didn't feel like enough of like i got it like i gotta get out of retirement and become my younger self to fight this society but you know it's only the first issue out of a six issue miniseries i'm looking forward to seeing how he develops the world and and uh the stakes so yeah and i mean daniel Acuna on the art. Beautiful. I I was just blown away by that. Or I haven't I haven't read a lot of stuff that Daniel Acuna has done, um. But man, like, if you want to check out the book alone, just do it for the art because it's freaking awesome.
3: Yeah, I think the third issue is coming out really soon. And you could probably still work on. it Yeah, so. yeah, the third wrapping issue. up soon. You can probably get a trade. Oh, totally. In a couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think it's a six issue. It is a, a six a, issue. Yeah. We'll, we'll, probably, out.
1: Or, we'll still like a three month. Probably. Trade will probably be out like. I think it's cuz that issue 2 came out really quick. Yeah, like yeah, but a week after. Issue 3 doesn't come out, I want to say until like March 21st. It's okay. Kind of so, true, yeah, yeah, it might
0: have been yeah. a situation where they already had everything like ready and done for the first two issues probably
1: so, just just yeah, get yeah, get them all out. And out. maybe they're just supposed to be ready closer to each other, like yeah, maybe it's yeah. they're supposed to be treated as like kind of yeah. a tuple partner.
2: But yeah. anyway, back to Spider-Man Rain, uh great Spider-Man story. Uh definitely recommend checking it out. Um and especially check it out because coming out with a sequel. Oh, yeah. They're doing a
3: freaking sequel for yeah, that little Yeah, little Yeah, a little yeah. sidetracked, but it's okay. Uh, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the second sequel to that is the same creative team. Uh, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Especially yeah. now I get a rant about Spider-Man Reign coming back. Yeah, I know. And well, and I
2: mean, like, Andrews is such a hotshot creator. Like, I have... Read, I mean, Amazing Fantasy, that's one of his big, bigger books that have come out semi recently. Yeah, and that, that was, that was dope. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then, and that also, the reprint of that comes out uh, June 5th. Just right on right. Thank you for that, Ramon. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then, um, I think that wraps up at least the upcoming books. Oh, we have one more segment I think we're going to talk about that we're going to do. Which said we have one more segment. Cool. Something we're going to end every episode with is we're going to talk about um, the best book of the previous month. It's currently February, so we're going to be talking about our pick for the best book of January, which I think should be pretty unanimous. Oh yeah. And uh, I already have some stuff written down for it. That it, it's it, it's Ultimate Spider-Man, guys.
3: <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man.
2: Transformers could be a very it's a tie. It's a it's a close tie, but I mean like that first issue. It's 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 yeah. kinda like I I don't even have any words. Like it's everything a Spider-Man fan
0: wants and what they've been telling Marvel to do, but they were too cowardly to do it. Like at this point it's it is literally a birthday present. I have waited
2: almost eighty plus issues of low quality and mid-tier amazing Spider-Man storylines
3: and plots to get to this series it's basically them almost undoing the brand new day shit but All not really you know
1: kind of yeah it's, kind like, of. it's mm-hmm. taking like what everybody wish would have happened if fucking one more day didn't happen Uh, but that's right, I, one more did, day not brand yeah, new day yeah. did it better like and just the way that Hickman is like taking because Spider-Man right the whole thing about his character. Okay, so one camera did die, so now you're just gonna have to be looking at a uh, Funky and Nate. If you're watching this on the camera version, yeah, like watching I mean, this on the audio version, you don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, but anyways, responsibility. Uh, having sp- okay, Peter Parker is a character who has had the responsibility of being a superhero thrust upon him. That's his whole thing. That's a big part about his character. Ultimate Spider-Man is taking that concept and flipping it around completely by making him a character who is choosing to bear this responsibility and choosing to become a superhero making like the like possibilities of the things that can happen and the things that could happen to his loved ones and the people in his life even more his fault and making the whole situation even more like it's a lot more interesting while also making it a lot more like uh I feel like volatile because he, at this mm-hmm. point he's, he's not just a teenager you know who is Doing his own thing. He's a dad. He's a a man. He's a family that he has to take care of. He's a
2: handsome man, father of two. He's a beautiful, handsome man. Sexy, sexy. I mean, he has that beard. Everybody knows beards are sexy. If you if you were a fan of Peter Parker, this is like this series might be dangerous for you because segue into uh, I. I was going to I was gonna bring this up. This series is like my werewolf by night. <laughs> it's like Jonathan Hickman. <laughs> what, what's funny? Snuck, I think I've said the same snuck, thing about this series into my bedroom and you know. just just picked through my little brain oh, I, I and just that. pulled out, oh yeah. You want uh, you want a series that completely revamps this character and gives it a fresh <laughs> new take. You want Marco Ciccetto <laughs> to do the art? You want uh, just everything you wished for and have wanted from this character for the past like four years on a silver platter. Here you go, Nate. Yeah. Uh, here you go, Ramon. Here
0: you go, Funky. Here you go, Ted. So he didn't want enter your room, open up your Bibles to Corinthians and in
2: big old No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't keep a diary. I don't write shit oh, down. It's all yeah, it's all so, here. And yeah. he just he just lifted the hatch and yeah. just started. Yeah, so, got
0: some beel juice <laughs> ass shit. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: but um, and then also like um, the fact, the way they did Uncle Ben and the way they're writing Uncle Ben is so interesting, and just some of the stuff okay. and his relationship with Jane Goodale Jameson. Just fucking howls. bro. I mean, at this point, like I'm so l- 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 put them together. I'm yeah. I, I want a romance. dude I honestly, want Uncle o- like, Ben honestly. J. Jordan Jameson. Make make uh, I want Uncle Jameson i, I that's want my new. that's my new shit,
2: man. Mm-hmm. That's my new shit. They're
1: literally in a spot together in the beginning of the next episode. Like, I am I'm, I'm waiting. I want Uncle Ben and J. Jonah Jameson book.
0: Yeah, like there was a what if story where like what if Uncle Ben survived, like, instead of like, you know, getting shot, and that's how, you know, things happened.
3: And it was such a weird
0: story, a bit dark, and like the ending for it was just like, wow.
1: Oh, and then also. Uh, fucking, I just gotta say, MJ? Is
3: she a smoke show? Look at that, look
2: at his yep. face. I think it Nate, says it all. Marco, I just want to personally thank you for <laughs> all that you are contributing to the comics landscape. Um, I think your art is beautiful. Uh, you killed it on Daredevil. You, you are just, oh, there's the camera, yeah. sorry. Um. If we change the. I love you, Marco. And, uh, my God, can you draw? God, I mean, as a personal,
0: like, you know, person who's like, redheads are it. They are the pinnacle. Ah, so good. Like, that MJ, so good. And It's mm. great to see your support of Peter. Like, the relationship's amazing. It's, ah.
3: <clears throat> Fuck Paul. Yeah,
2: fuck Paul. <laughs> Paul. <laughs> fuck Paul.
0: Yeah, if you're named Paul... Fuck you all. No, not you,
3: not
2: you specifically. I know, uh, Paul. If you're watching this, not you, different Paul. We're, I, it's yeah. not not you specifically, a fictional Paul. Yeah, I love I love you, Paul. It sucks. My brother's yeah. name is Paul. <laughs> I love well, you, yeah, Ramon's Paul. No, nah, I don't love you. Also, you because your name is Paul. Okay, right? well that's Ramon's yeah. brother, dude. It's fine. I yeah. know. <laughs> but, uh, nah, but we'll fuck, fit. fuck, yeah. comic, Paul. Yeah. I think that's a great. Uh, that's a great. Nail <laughs> to, uh, to 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 uh, hit close this off because yeah. we could
1: talk about Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man for another thirty minutes honestly. Yeah, I, I well, maybe was, me and Nate, I, like Nate. Yeah, uh, I think
0: we found the uh, episode like title. Fuck Paul. Oh. <laughs> on
1: that note, um, thank you. Every thank you, you specifically, yeah, you. You listening in your car? You listening uh, no. at your house? You driving around? You do whatever you're doing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're having a great day. And I hope um,
2: you enjoy it. I hope y- you're gonna add some books to your order list. Um, Make a poll, order books, so we don't run out and you're sad. If you order them beforehand, you won't be sad. Yeah, if you true. don't know how to set up
0: a poll, we can help you out. It's, it's, so like, easy. it's, it's, amazing. it's pretty easy. It's, it's
2: so easy. easy. Like, it's
0: like, you know, it's, it's pretty easy. I mean, there's some scuff with diamond, but we can work you through it. We're friendly. We think, I don't know. We try. Yeah, we try. I mean, as long as we have our coffee. Like, we're
2: we're fine. fine. I don't need coffee. Come to me. Oh,
0: like, oh, mister, I have inner strength and youth. Go (laughs) fuck yourself, young Nate. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: thanks for stopping by, everybody. Thank you. See you next episode. Bye. Alrighty, thank you guys for checking out our first episode. If you were interested in any of these titles, be sure to order them at your local comic book shop. Don't forget to hit subscribe to stay up to date with the podcast. And please share it with all your friends, families, coworkers, strangers, anybody that you see walking down the street. Uh, But anyways, thank you guys so much. See you soon. Pre-order Power Hour, the Comical Kite Out podcast is hosted by Ramon Casada, Nate Basil, Nathan Smith, and Mark Garcia. It is produced by Glenna Speak and Bryce Rankins. This episode is edited by Ramon Casada, logo designed by Nate Basil. Find us on Instagram at Comical Kite Out. The opinions voiced by the host of this podcast do not necessarily reflect that of Comical
2: Kite Out Incorporated. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved.